You're listening to the Creekside Church Message Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor George, which is from our sermon series, Christmas at Creekside. For more information, please visit our website at www.creekside.org. Uh, how's everybody doing today? Did you wake up today and say, awesome, it's 30 degrees and foggy? Yeah, all you from Oregon, weirdos. It was quite cold, and I got to thank whoever is in the admin office first thing for cranking that heater up, because uh, I like shedding a few pounds of sweat when I walk into my office, so. It's a good day today. We're all here. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm glad you're here, and you look good. I want to say hi to Hannah, watching from Arizona, Janet Ken from Oregon, my mom from Nevada, uh, Pat P, Pat P is watching, and Angie is watching. Uh, you guys got to start putting your full names in there so we stop abbreviating. Who else is watching? Uh, Jay Brown, uh, that's one I haven't seen. Eric Johnson's watching uh, all the way from Alamo, I think. And uh, can we let those online, that uh, those of us in-house, love them by making some noise? Come on. Doesn't it make you wish, I don't know if they can zoom in on me and this crazy mustache. Uh, doesn't it make you wish that you could be here right now with all of us crazies? I wish you were here. But hey, you can be on Christmas Eve, candlelight service. 3.30 and 5 o'clock, right? All right. Hey, listen, we're about one week away from what? Christmas Eve. Or Christmas Day. Yeah. And I felt, <laughs> I felt it appropriate to bring our Christmas series to a close with one last message titled after my favorite Christmas carol, O Holy Night. You guys want to take a guess what line it is? being what our Advent theme is today? His law is love. His law is love. And to kick it off or close it out uh, with some of the most powerful lyrics from my favorite Christmas carol, O Holy Night, uh, I want you to see these. It says, truly he taught us to what? Love ourselves, one another. Truly he taught us to love one another. For his law is love and his gospel is peace. Uh, now, I know, and I mentioned this before, that during this season, during the Christmas season, our emotions, good or bad, are heightened. And I know after, you know, it's, it's so easy to succumb to some of these heightened emotions when, you know, you had a long day at work or you've been at Costco for a half an hour um, or wherever you may be. And, and, you know, the, the, we, we tend to think, oh, the Christmas season, it's a season of stressors, right? And you end up being like this guy. We got a picture of it. Florida man arrested after he allegedly hit his wife with a Christmas tree after she asked for help with making dinner. <laughs> Don't be that guy. Cinnamon rolls, Aaron. She knows what I'm talking about. Don't be that guy. How, listen, how do we 
love one another. If his law is love, it's a law of God to love one another. If his law is love, how do we do just that? And I think if, if we want to encapsulate it in the most simplest form, I think we love one another and we, and we model the love of God to one another is when we give. When we give. When we give to one another. Let me ask you this question. What is, what is the, the best gift you've ever received throughout your life? On the count of three, I want you to shout it out. One, two, three. Thank you all six of you who shouted it out. If you're watching online, type it in the comment section. What is the best gift that you ever received? Think back through your whole life. What was it? What? A stingray bicycle. Is that with the banana seat? Nice. Dope. Anybody else? Just shout it out. A, a what? Your children. A BB gun. Was that a... What's that? Did you say a Rumpelstiltskin? Oh, Cabbage Patch Kid? Listen, one of, <laughs> we all got our favorite gifts. And, and uh, one of the best gifts that I ever received, and it was a, a, a few Christmases ago, actually a many Christmases ago, Kristen and I were not yet married. She was my girlfriend at the time. We were dating exclusively. <laughs> and, and I'd just begun learning how to play guitar. Now, the truth be told, I wasn't in the best financial situation in my 20s. I was 20 years old. I was living at one of my best friend's parents' house, renting a room. And... Uh, it, also, neither did Kristen. She didn't have a whole lot of money either. She was still living at her parents' house. But I had this driving passion to play guitar. And on Christmas Day, 1996, my life was transformed forever. Unbeknownst to me, Kristen and my mom, who's watching this morning, schemed away to buy me this brand new Yamaha FG guitar. Now, it's, it's not, I mean, listen, it's not a Martin. It's not even in tune because, like I said, my office was 120 degrees this morning. <laughs> I was going to play it, but now I'm not. But my wife and I, or my wife and my mom, uh, bought me this guitar. When, when she presented it to me on Christmas Day, I was speechless. I didn't know what to say. I mean, why did she do this? I mean, you can ask her for her reasons, but here's what I believe, and it, 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 it became evident. It's because she loved me. She didn't love me in a way that I love him so much I got to buy him something of significance. She loved me. She loved me beyond anything that I can imagine. She saw something in me that was stirring. She saw something that God was doing, that God was up to in my life and stirring within me. You know what? She believed in me. She loved me. She believed in me. 
Long story short, if it wasn't for that guitar right there, I would not be standing right where I am today. Because receiving this gift on Christmas Day in 1996 changed the trajectory of my life completely. Learning how to play it. Joining the worship team with the three chords that I know how to play. You know, starting working with, uh, started to work with youth and leading worship there and built a youth worship team. And I mean, the, it just kept going and going and going. And it started with that guitar that my wife and my mom bought me for Christmas. It truly was one of the best gifts that I've ever received. And it compelled me to achieve, it wasn't just a gift given, but it was a gift given that compelled me to achieve greater things in my life. Because of the love that someone had for me. There's something incredible about such generosity. I mean, you you know that feeling, and if you don't think of that feeling when you receive something so generous, it just, you receive something so thoughtful, so perfect for you, that it took your breath away, that you stood there speechless. It changed your life, or at the very least, it changed the trajectory of your life. These are the kind of gifts that God gives. These are exactly the kind of gifts, if we're willing to receive them, that God gives each and every one of us. Why? Because God loves you more than you can possibly comprehend. God loves us. And He gives good and perfect gifts to those He loves. So what are these gifts? I'm going to invite you to take out your Bibles. By the way, who brought their Bible this week that didn't bring it last week? We got, who, Ryan? Who? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, look at you all. Yay, son, yay! (laughs) Ryan? Ryan, did you bring it? Did you bring it last week? This is your first week bringing it? Anybody else? I can't. Okay. Well, yeah, but technically, this is your first week back for holiday, so. Oh, we got someone over here? Who's that over there? Marty. Oh, wow. You, you got the biggest Bible for sure. Did, did you have a dolly bringing that one in? Okay. All right. So. Uh, uh, Ryan and Marty, sorry, uh, Molly, I, I forgive me. Mallory, sorry, <laughs> Molly, Mallory, uh, Mallory, forgive me. You're back from school this week, technically your first Sunday, but you brought your Bible. Okay, uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you all something. Uh, it's Mallory, Jessica. Jim, is this your first Sunday? I can't. Okay. Uh, Mo, can you take note? Jim, Jessica. Mallory. <laughs> I know, but I'm looking at her raising her hand. Who's that right? Karen. Uh, see me after first service. I'm going to give you all a little something. 
for bringing your Bible, okay? See me after service. And if, if you didn't raise up your Bible, don't pretend like you did after service. Be like, yeah, I was one of the ones, you know, just because you want something free. Okay, Luke chapter 1. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 1. That took a little bit longer than I anticipated. But I'm so pumped that you guys brought your Bible. Luke chapter 1, verse 39. Continuing on with the Christmas story, 39 through 45. It says, A few days later, Mary hurried, uh, hurried into the hill country of Judea to the town where Zechariah lived. She entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. And at the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leaped within her. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth gave a glad, or a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women, and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of my Lord should visit me? And when I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. You are blessed because you believed that the Lord would do what he said. Listen, Mary is the recipient of of a, one of the most incredible, actually the most incredible gifts. And that incredible gift that she's a recipient of is Jesus Christ himself. The Savior, the Son of God. The Savior is living within her. And she would be his mother and he would be her son. And Mary has a response to this great blessing. It wasn't like, hashtag I'm so blessed, or I'm better than you, or I must be closer to God than you. No, it was a response of humility. But what is really incredible, and the thing that Mary celebrates in her song this, in, in this morning's passage that we're going to get to in a minute is that God's gift to her is one that every single one of us here today can receive. A Christian theologian, his name is John Wesley, he said this about this very circumstance. And he said of Mary that she rejoiced in hope of salvation through faith in Christ, which is a blessing common to all believers. And more than rejoicing in being his mother in the flesh, which was an honor specifically or peculiar, uh, peculiar to her. Salvation, true life, hope. Everlasting freedom, peace, joy, everything that we anticipate this holiday season. This is what was offered to Mary. And this is what is offered to you through Jesus. Our greatest gift that we can ever receive is Jesus Christ himself. Our greatest gift. Christian author Max Lucado compares God's gift with the gift that a famous musician, you may have heard of him, Billy Joel, once gave his daughter for her birthday. And the story goes like this. On her 12th birthday, she was in New York and the Billy Joel was in Los Angeles. And 
Billy Joel phoned her that morning apologizing for his absence, but told her to expect a delivery of a large package before the end of the day. The daughter answered the doorbell that evening to find a seven-foot-tall, brightly wrapped box, and what did she do? She tore it open like crazy and outstepped her father. Fresh off the plane from the West Coast. Can you imagine Billy Joel's daughter's surprise when he stepped out of that box well before Instagram, TikTok, and all of those social media outlets that show that as commonplace today? She must have been shocked. Friends, our greatest gift came in the flesh as well. Jesus Christ, born as a baby so long ago. It's the greatest gift of all. A Savior. A King. And when we begin to realize the greatness of this gift, that God loves us that much, what happens to us? We begin to fall in love with God. This is what happened to Mary. Her response to God's great... uh, Uh, graciousness is found in our text this morning that we're reading and it's in the form of a song called the Magnificat Magnificat not Magnificant the Magnificat and it, it which in Latin means my soul magnifies this magnification of the Lord comes from deep within her soul as a response to his great love and this great gift. What is Mary doing? Mary is magnifying the Lord, proclaiming God's greatness and rejoicing in God as Savior. Now, her song has been set to music throughout the world. It's popular among those who are less fortunate because of the themes of God's justice and, and those for those who seek Him. Peasants in you know, South America commonly recite the Magnificat as a, as a prayer. And if you've ever been through this season within the Catholic Church, it's commonly used for vespers and evening prayer. And, but you've got to understand, this song, Mary's song, is a song of praise. It's a song of praise. A song of love. Mary has received God's gift, and in response, what is she doing? She is pouring out her heart to Him. And this praise is not just, hey, high five God, thanks, I love you. Thanks for looking out. This song of praise is full of great wisdom and insight. It's great. It's filled with great content. It's filled with life. A song of praise. Listen, in this season of much needed hope, in this season of much needed peace, in, of much needed joy, and much needed love, I believe that God has a message for every single one of us today. 
And so rather than expound on Mary's song of praise, for the close of our message today as the worship team makes their way up, we're going to participate in an exercise uh, together. And it's called sacred reading. And for those of you who want to sound smart this morning, let me give you a little uh, lesson in Latin. If you want to get fancy, you can use the term Lectio Divina. Sacred reading. And in this exercise, we're going to read the Magnificat twice, once on our own, and then while listening to it. And as you listen to, I want, I, want you, I want to encourage you and challenge you to let the words wash over you this morning. The words of Mary's song of praise for the great gift she received. Wash over you. Listen for, listen for a word or a phrase that sticks out, that, that resonates with you this morning. That stands out. And, and let that word or that phrase ruminate in your heart today. And allow it to propel you into the new year ahead, since this is our last Sunday together of 2022. Allow it to move you, compel you into the new year ahead with the assurance that our Heavenly Father will be with you and will provide for you. What is God's gift to you today? What is God's gift to you today? What does Jesus have for you today? If we strip everything back, it's not about the stuff we get for Christmas. Put that aside for right now. What does Jesus have for you today? Verse 46, Mary responded. Oh, how my soul praises the Lord. How my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he took notice of his lowly servant girl. And from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one is holy and he has done great things for me. He shows mercy from generation to generation to all who fear him. His mighty arm has done tremendous things. He has scattered the proud and the haughty ones. He has brought down princes from their thrones and exalted the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away with empty hands. He has helped his servant Israel and remembered to be merciful. For he made this promise to our ancestors, to Abraham and his children forever. Now I'm going to ask that we put that back up on the screen from the beginning. And I want you to take a moment and I want you to read it for yourself.
Now we're going to do s- Now we're going to do something slightly different. I've asked Jake and Kristen to sing a version of this song as well. But in a slightly different way. And as they do, again, I ask you, what is God's gift to you in this scripture today? What is God's gift to you? Because we know that God gives good and perfect gifts. And let us respond to him. Let us respond like Mary responded. Responded to God's greatest gift of love. Just listen and allow these words to wash over you and pick that phrase and think about what what God is saying to you today. I want to challenge us to keep our focus on making this a season of love that, that reaches deep. That goes deeper than any Christmas carol. That goes deeper than any thing that we receive, any gifts that we get for Christmas. Let's revel in God's love. His good and perfect love. And as we live our life in, this God's, in God's love and we f- reflect God's love, let it be known to others. Let us be known to others by His love flowing out of us. May this season or be a season of accepting and experiencing and sharing God's gift of love in a, in a new and, and deeper way. And I encourage you, and I asked you this last week, who are you praying for to invite to Christmas Eve to hear the hope that Emmanuel is with us? God is with us. Who in your life needs to hear that message this year? Be praying about that. And be praying about the invite that you're going to give. I'm going to invite you to stand with me. Father God, we thank you that in this season of Advent, we can unwrap the gift of your love. That your love is the greatest gift that we can ever receive. And it was brought to us and given to us by your son, Jesus Christ, who went to the cross, not because he had to, Father, but because he wanted to, for that's how deep his love for us is. Father, help us to accept and experience and share your love with others around us this Christmas season. Father, put us in positions in the face in front of those who need to hear the the hope and the healing message of Jesus. 
And I pray, Father, when we're presented with an opportunity to share that story, we can do so confidently and boldly, Father. And it's not coming from us. It's an overflow of who you are in our life. Father, please continue to fill us with expectations as we live in your love and wait for the complete fulfillment of that love when Christ returns. Amen. And as you leave today, let me leave you with this. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 17 and 19 says this. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all of the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide, how long, how high, and how deep the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. You are loved. Have an amazing week. We'll see you Saturday with everybody that you're bringing because that invite just might change their eternity forever. Have an amazing week. Oh, 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 o